Hello and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast. I am your host, LaZero, uh, and I'm joined as always by Relentless and Wabbits. How's it going, you guys? We're good. Now we're the same person, and there's no favoritism here other than LaZero being number one. <laughs> um, True. Well, I mean, listen, if this continues on as like last week, slowly I will uh, I will be the honorable number three. True. True. All right. True. In the backgrounds, actually controlling everything. But for the for the visible public, I'll I'll say that I'm the last, you know, the secret dad, <laughs> the one that nobody knows about. He's he's the Don of uh, the the ASAP Weekly Podcast uh, Mafia. I'm the yeah, Don. The Don. Yeah, the Don. yeah, yeah. You control everything. But I'm the Don. Nobody really knows what your face looks like. Nobody really knows. Um, yeah, welcome back to the longest running Rocket League show uh, on the planet. <laughs> We've done it. And uh, we do it every week and we post it as soon as possible, dude. ASAP weekly. Um, yeah, I was I was gonna say there's like a million things to announce. There isn't actually that many things to announce, uh, but we'll see if you will keep up as I go in and uh, talk about them. First things first, uh, I'm not actually gonna provide the link because I don't know when this will be up. Um, but we have uh, a nice little fancy logo that we'll be we will be putting on t-shirts so we'll have a uh if you've checked the website recently there is a merch store and i will be adding uh you know not using our original logo just because our original logo is a little bit off center um so i've uh talked to dave and uh you know we 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 came up with a, a nice simple design that i hope you enjoy uh that we'll be putting on t-shirts and other stuff um so for those who want them um just because people want to merch so i'll you know i do what the people want right <laughs> yeah no no laugh oh, they know I've, they know that you're actually fearful for your I'm life terrified. that's what you're saying i here. also might have accidentally been muted for a bit but we're not going to talk about that we have merch excuse me well yes i mean listen the merch is it's it's a little more expensive, but that's because we're going to go through Streamlabs, and I know the quality of the company we're using, so it's going to be a little more expensive. But that way, there, I'm not worried about it, you know, being terrible quality. Nice. So, uh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Are we making hats? Uh, we did promise combo. There are hats as well, dude. <laughs> Snapbacks, dude. We're, we got to send one to combo. That's <laughs> we got to send one to combo. Amazing, amazing. Uh, speaking of combo, I don't know if he will or will not be on the show. Uh, I've not reached out yet, but in two weeks time. All right. Uh, mm -hmm. This is uh, December 1st, I believe mm -hmm. we will be having episode 100 episode 100 will be happening. It'll be happening live. It'll be on relentless's Twitch channel. Uh, and we'll put the VOD on our YouTube after as well. Um, relentless. The one thing I want to ask here, as we always do on our show, because we're the most professional show. Will you also be available at seven 30 on that day? As opposed to 6.30. <laughs> um, my big answer is maybe. Um, like so, all right. So what we will do. <laughs> so I just started uh, I just started this job and stuff yes, like that. Yes. And, it, and it will transition where I have Tuesdays off. So for recording days and stuff, I'll have all the freedom in the world. However, because I'm still in the early stages and onboarding phase of the job, and I'm not quite into my role just yet, it's all up in the air. Um so it's either going to be normal time or 7.30. Okay, that's totally fine. What we will do is most likely start the thing at 6.30, 
uh, Eastern time. Once again, next week I'll promote it more heavily because we have something else to promote this week. That's how crazy we have everything right now. Um, but most likely we'll have that in a December 1st, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time, and we'll have rotating guests. And then when Rel- Relentless Show is on, he'll join in with the hosts. Uh, so I think that will work well. Uh, we're, we'll try to do the same thing we did for the the, the uh, first year anniversary that, was the first year. that we did a while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and people might be asking, well, you have episode 100 right now. Does that mean there's going to be a second anniversary show in January? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I wasn't told about this. Excuse I, me? <laughs> cool what do you mean show? you're told about this? Well, I'm not told about well listen, I, any excuse to have celebration, you know? I was thinking, like, we need to up the amount of random, like, bigger events. So this is this is our artificial way of doing so. Um, artificial. I'm not going to get into that because that's so far ahead of us right now. <laughs> it's like six weeks away. That's so far away. <laughs> it's so far away, especially because next week we have our tournament, uh, oh <laughs> which is uh, Relentless. Yeah, I know. There, there's a lot going on. Uh, Relentless is hosting uh, the tournament, the... Um, sign up will be up and you don't have to sign up with a partner because you will be assigned a random duos partner uh the tournament is on november 21st at what time relentless uh it's gonna be at 8 p.m eastern at november 21st november 21st and that's a saturday i believe for, that is for a saturday north america for, for aussie people that live in the future that's gonna be on a saturday for us sunday for them so hopefully we can get even more participation but um yeah, so it's it's really exciting. It's going to be like you said. You're not you don't have to sign up with a partner. You just throw your name in the hat, and I will spit out your partner the day of the match. So if you're going to sign up, make sure that you will be available. If you are not going to end up being available and you signed up, please reach out to me so I can make sure I take you off the list, and so I don't assign a partner a teammate that won't be there. A hundred percent. And so uh, yes, I, I'm I'm not afraid about this tournament not having as many signups because. You, you can just sign up by yourself so people aren't worried about uh, finding other people. So that's the nice thing about it. Uh, and yeah, 8 p.m. Eastern, November 21st um, on Relentless's stream. And I'll probably add this information I will add in the description. Uh, I'm not going to talk about episode 100 information yet. I'm just telling everybody that it will be a live show. Uh, so yeah, November 21st, 8 p.m. Be there. Uh, special guest next, next week. Uh, this is where I do the obligatory, um, in quotations confirmed, uh, you never know, um, but it, it'll be a big return of, uh, I mean, I guess that's throwing, I mean, I'm purposely throwing you off, but mm-hmm. I'll say this, it's a big return for a certain, certain name, and that's all I'll say. Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of people would like Dave to be back on the show. Um, no, uh, that's all I'll say right now, uh, just in case it falls through. Uh, you know, and then you'll be so I promise that there will be excitement next week. What are you going to say, Wabbits? Pleasantly surprised next week if something happens. If not, you'll have me and Relentless, and we'll be you know our normal terrible selves, and you'll love us for some reason. Yeah, I'll just come back as in my alter ego yeah. Flash. You yeah. know, oh, that's, that's oh, all the return of Flash. I've been waiting. Yeah, so you may see the return of Flash next week. Um, speaking of next week, we'll also be doing the Rob and Kyle show. Mm-hmm. Um, that we're we're planning on having another episode out. Uh, you know, a heavy episode, a heavy uh, romance filled episode. So we'll we'll see where it goes. Um, things have happened. Wabs, I uh, th- things have happened. I mean, <laughs> yes, I don't know what they exactly. are yet, but things have happened. <laughs> 
yes so the rob and kyle show if you're part of our patreon you'll get that exclusively uh next week um i think that is actually it for the announcements it's really centered around us so that, that's nice um that's a lot less than yeah million, be, promised. I, i'm gonna say it listen i announcements are an art form okay and i i'm very happy that it's only this much because what's about to happen is 30 minutes from now i'm about to say oh right this is the thing i was going to talk about that i didn't talk about so we did that last week um, in honor of you we did that last week nice nice uh actually you know we've done the community corner a bunch of times and i usually like finding stuff that helps out the listeners when it comes to community corner um and i actually there was a video i mean i hate you know i hate promoting people with over a million youtube subs but uh sinless con did put out a video for what who the best rocket league player is according to a bunch of analysts um, and the reason I want to promote it is for anyone in the community that wants to maybe get into the esports side of things, uh, that might be a nice kind of stepping stone as to like what are some of the best players right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll probably link that in the in the bio as well. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Just uh, a quick spoiler: Squishy's not on the list. Squishy's not on he's the a, list. He's an bum, bum, bum. He's he's, yeah, but he's not there. True. Like I don't. Are you surprised? Though? Like, like he didn't quite make it into the party, you know. He showed up, like he drove his friends there, but he didn't quite make it in. He got stopped at the door. Yep, not on the list. Squishy's like, wait, no, <laughs> my list. name should be there. It wasn't <laughs> my, my name should be that? I'm, I'm with them yeah. over there. You see them? Yeah. I came with them. Someone was like, no, no, no. Well, he, here's the thing, though, right? He he's not on the list, but I would argue that he's on the best team at NA. So, right? right? I, or it's yeah. confusing. It's a little confusing. <laughs> I mean, but his teammate is number one, so that's my answer. That. He's on SSG. Big doubt. <laughs> He's on SSG. I like that. Uh, okay, let's take a look at our week in Rocket League. Um, Wabbis, do you want to start us off? Because Relentless usually starts us off. But Wabbis, do you have anything that happened this Imagine week? Imagine thinking I've ever played this game, but I actually did this week. I don't remember what happened. I actually saw you online this week, so don't oh, lie to I me. I was online. I, I, played, um, I played some twos. It was super easy. Twos is the easiest game mode to, to rank up in that that thing it's amazing um i don't know how but it's just super easy and i'm like four games from gc in twos at all times and i'm like six games from gc in threes so twos is easier than threes 100 percent. aussies take that don't say you're good don't say you're good <laughs> so you're saying the excuse for the aussies isn't the fact that they're playing the oc server it's the fact they're playing yeah, twos yeah 100 percent. 100 percent I don't think twos is easier. I think twos is easier for for people that actually have mechanical skill. So you just said that I'll give them I that have much mechanical skill, and I don't know if I can possibly agree. I would. With that. I would say, I would. I would say your playstyle twos has to be easier for me. Definitely threes mm. is easier than twos, but your playstyle specifically, I think twos is a lot easier because you do spend a lot more time focusing on your like on ball type of plays than mm. than i do so i think for your play style twos might be easier but for me threes is easier fair fair i was actually playing a tournament uh what like two days ago with one of my my friends that i've talked about a good amount trident was zero you know him um was playing a tournament is he gc yet because that's all he does oh, dude he picks up a new game and then hits like... he's actually amazing he's c2 i think c1 c2 and he's c2 right yeah. now I'm gonna quit. Right? <laughs> like I, I feel bad, and he's not even better than me. But he started at the beginning of summer, and he's C two. 
I don't get it. I want to know what this man has done. But his drop shot is amazing. His hoops is pretty decent. And it, he's just somehow good at the game. I'll, I'll never understand it. But I was playing. <laughs> I Listen, I I mean, this he's done with this with every game, though. I think he actually just has a talent when it comes to learning these kind of yeah. things. Yeah. Like, there's no denying that. Yeah, that's that. definitely true. He's like one of those pro players that randomly picks up another game and is like, wait, this person's one of the best players at this game, too, but it's not even remotely the same. It's one of that that type of thing where you're just confused and angry at this amount of talent, this ball of talent that he is. But you got to give it to him. But he's never become a pro player. That's yeah. Because he always quits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, can't, he can't make that final push, but he's good. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was playing a tournament with him. And I was going over basically my play style. And I just said to him a couple times that I don't know what my half of the field is. I just don't go there. I've never I've never played defense in my life. <laughs> never have, never will. <laughs> and if that's kind of what my play style has been recently. Because especially in the MMR that I'm in, a lot of people just play super defensive. And they just like have a very solid back post rotation. So I'm like, you guys can play a two's defensive rotation. I'll just be here for breakout and be done with it. That's that's what I do. I just sit on the other side of the field, dumbling, waiting for a pass. If something happens, <sighs> it happens. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> I mean, I've I've noticed this, but if you play that play style, you can't be mad when your teammates mess up. No, 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 no. You can never be mad. Because you're telling your teammates, you guys are not allowed to make mistakes. Pretty much. Yeah, it, it's a lot yeah. of assumption on your teammate, and I do not recommend this below, like, high GC. Granted, I still do it at C3, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't recommend trusting your teammates unless you're a high GC. So here <laughs> I am in low, in low C3 saying, you got it, guys. Yep. <laughs> That's what I do. It's, it's perfect. It's amazing. It just works out for me, and I don't know. I just kind of vibe. It's, it's fun. It's the no brain. It's it's, yeah. It's definitely interesting that way. Uh, Relentless. How was your week in Rocket League? My week in Rocket League. Okay. Uh, first of all, big shout out. Cutie pies are in the playoffs. We made ideal Ayo. playoffs. Dave and Palm, super cute. So they led us to victory. Uh, this last week, we made our way in. We've got a match where we're going to be playing Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. So I'll be streaming it. So anyone that wants to come by and watch. Please come by, hang out, see what we can do. Hopefully we can move into the next round. If we win this round, there's like the the next person in our bracket is a matchup between the top seed and bottom seed. So we're realistically, if we make it past this round, we're probably going to be playing the top seed next week. So um, yeah, so that was, I mean, that was a big part of it. And then, so I've been playing kind of off and on this week. Um, I had a day off Saturday, so I played a significant amount Saturday. Um, but it kind of got me thinking really, how do you kind of find that balance between grinding for fun and grinding to improve? Cause I played like mm. over, you know, two, two and a half, three hours. Um, and I played a lot of comp, but overall my MMR did not, did not move very much. I think I ended up like plus 20 MMR after two and a half hours of play. So it's really like a lot of play to just kind of net positive two games so it's it kind of led me to the thought of like man i really could have spent a significant amount of this time just training or practicing or doing something that i don't normally spend my time doing and i probably would have felt like i made a lot of improvement 
Um, but I also, I'm one of those people like, you know, whenever you're looking like, oh, what should I do to get good at the game or any of those things? Like, I know training is obviously like the big suggestion and stuff, but you also don't want to lose that aspect of the game that makes it fun. Like I go on here, I play competitive, I enjoy it. Um, even as frustrating as I get at it, it's one of those things I obviously really, really enjoy. And I don't want to kind of bog that down by feeling like, oh, it's a responsibility. I have to go in and train um, or anything like that. So I guess I kind of just generally want to pose the question to you guys. Like, how do you find that balance between I want to make sure I spend time improving and working on my skill set, but I don't want to lose the actual purpose of the game, which was having fun and potentially playing those ranked games, that kind of thing. Um, I'll say right away, my biggest thing is I, for instance, I was deciding about this today, actually, where I would like, you know, for instance, we had the uh, training plan that, that I used a couple of times ago, and I was thinking about maybe trying it again, where it has a whole bunch of like, things you can do for training and that's only nice because it gives you new things to do every day right Mm -hmm. but it's kind of it's kind of more difficult in some sense because the setup you know actually setting up it's almost like putting cones down you know on a field uh where you're gonna do running drills or something it's like the actual setup is bothersome so it feels very regimented and stale and so for me it's always if you want to have fun and training and still improve do things you actually enjoy training at, right? Um, there are people who, you know, even if it's a skill that you've like clearly pretty much mastered, if it's way more fun for you to do double taps or, or practice flip resets than to practice shooting like normally, then do that because at the very least you're going to get better. And because it's something that's cool or something you like improving on, you're more likely to do more of it, if that makes sense. It's more likely to be a fun thing to do. Like I... For me, it's air dribbles, dude. I I can, everything else aside, you know what I mean? I I have so much fun because I have like the same air dribble pack and I just iterate on it. You know what I mean? I, I try doing normal air dribble forwards. Then I go upside down or backwards when I try to do an air dribble. Then I go for a flip reset off of it. Then I go for a ceiling shot off of it. You know, like it's, I, I, it's very like basic routine, but I really like it because it's stuff that I enjoy improving at. If you told me, you know, like, I don't know, do like basic shots a lot of the time. That's the kind of stuff where I get maybe a little more bored, right? But it's the stuff you do have to improve on. My point is just if you're trying to improve, but also keep that fun and element, do training that you really enjoy, right? Whatever you find that you enjoy the most. Maybe it's just dribbling, dribble challenge. Okay, do a whole bunch of dribble challenge if that's what you enjoy. Because you're still training, except it's stuff that you're you're enjoying, mm-hmm. right? So I guess that's my advice. Nice, I like that. That's pretty good to, you know, just do what you enjoy. I would say to that that that's really good for warm up. I don't know why, but I would I prefer that for warm up, where it's just oh I'm you know hitting the ball around, having fun, doing things that I really enjoy, dribble challenge, uh, air dribbles, double taps, whatever it might be. Things that are really fun are really really good way to get into the game after not playing picking it up for a bit, whether that's a, a day off or uh, you know however long that you just haven't been playing. Um, but if you're really wanting to like, just get better, (laughs) you have to find a way. And this is like a really easy answer that doesn't, it's not, doesn't have an easy solution, um, to make training fun, which 
yeah, the, it's it's not great. Uh, you just have to find a way to make. Well, it that's fun. what he's asking. How do you make that training? You have fun? to figure no, it out no, for no, yourself. I, that's not what I'm. That's not what I'm asking. Oh, Making the training right. fun is not at all what I'm asking. Like, oh, what do you do to make training fun? It's it's more like how do you do your training? Find, finding the balance. No, no. Mm, how do I train? Come on. No. no. How do you how do you actually uh, do training and get yourself to or convince yourself to go and no, train? No, 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 no. It's 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 more the convincing. Like, okay, so do I? Well, I guess yeah, kind of like how do I convince myself to do training and stuff, but like it's how do I find that balance? Like, what do I do to kind of really get the balance of, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to spend this time. I, ha I have the time to do it. Like, especially if I've got like a two and a half hour block, like what would you do to really convince yourself of um, like, or well, not even convince yourself, but finding the balance between, okay, I want to spend my time training and getting better, working on the things that I know are going to help me improve, especially if you spend an hour and a half or whatever doing it, like that's going to be a significant amount of time. Like there is going to be improvement there. Um, but you also want to make sure that you don't turn the game into work. So you never really, so you don't completely lose that, like that real interest. I think that's what a lot of the pros, like in my opinion, probably a lot of the pros run into is this thing that started off as, hey, it's really fun for, to be good at this thing has now turned into work. And that's where you even get mm -hmm. probably some of the chemistry issues between these professional teams is playing with a team, even if we're a really good team has become work and does not matter how much you love your job, it's still work. And so I don't want the game for me to turn into where it feels like it's work to play the game. And so I want to be able to find that balance between, okay, I'm, I'm spending time making necessary adjustments so I can spend the time training and getting better at the game but I also want the game to remain fun and fresh and feel like I'm, I'm still having the same enjoyment that I had, you know, when I didn't spend all that time training. So I guess it's like trying to find that healthy balance and still keep the game fun. For that, I would say go until you you stop having fun or like you get a little bit mad at training and then 10 more minutes, five or 10 more minutes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's when you'll like, you know, by then you'll be like, okay, this is really annoying and you're also not just stopping because you're not having fun anymore it's like no i'm still making sure that i'm getting better and regimenting this um and coincidentally this is also uh Wabbis's workout true advice. <laughs> do for zero minutes and then five to ten minutes more that that's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> so the, imagine doing five to ten minutes exactly right like it that's why you have that extra bit to guarantee you get that five to ten minutes because you go in and you're like oh i'm already done I hate this. And then you're like, wait, no, I have to do five, 10 minutes more. So then you do five minutes because that's your minimum. And then you've got five minutes of solid practice in. <laughs> I do think that's probably a good way. And then, and then some days you just like really enjoy the training and you're just like, your entire block is that. And that's <laughs> it. And it's great. But or you, or you just wait until the Rocket League server is shut down. And that's, then, an uh, idea. that's an idea. And then you're just stuck doing it, you know, wait until they shut down on your only day off during the week. And you're like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to do the dribble challenge now. Like, Have someone routinely cut your internet. Yes. You know? I'm not going to lie. Best training that I've gotten all week was when, or in any week pretty much, is trying to queue for a tournament. And then it's like, wait, no, there's no, no more servers available. And you're just sitting there like, what do I do now? I want to wait for the second chance tournament but that's 20 minutes away. And then I also have 15 minutes to wait before I can even start a game in there. So that's 35 minutes <laughs> of being like, now what? Now I just train because I'm not going to go into ranked for that. And even if I do go into ranked, I have like one game. And then if I go past that, then I won't make the 15 minute uh, cutout period where then the servers of the second chance are going to go down. 
So you just don't go into ranked and you go into training and you just have fun with it because you're like, oh, I'm actually doing something after. I'm doing this for a reason. I'm keeping warm. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Best training I've gotten in a long time when servers are down. <laughs> nice. Yes. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess I like how Relentless changes our week in Rocket League to like, you know. This is Beginner's Corner. Beginner's Don't Corner pretend. almost. We all know. <laughs> We all know that we our week in Rocket League and Beginner's Corner is so synonymous. But I mean, that is kind of the hope, right? It's to talk about things that we're currently going through, right? <laughs> I'm currently so I don't think I have even mentioned you know talked about my week in Rocket League, so I'm gonna do that right now, if that is okay. You're no no, you're two weeks because you weren't here last week. Where have your two weeks in Rocket League been? Uh I've hit C one finally. <gasps> so Ready? that is the big thing. Uh I will say it is a noticeable increase in speed in the evenings <laughs> if i play in the evenings at the rank it always feels like everybody's playing a little faster but for whatever reason when i play in like earlier in the day you know like before i let's say 5 p.m uh everyone's playing a little slower so i don't know what that has to do with it but i've noticed that and it's like i need to physically adjust i actually just played a game with elize and uh bruno and it was like my brain was like oh no like okay these are actual real you know c2 c3 level players we're playing as i have to actually move now i can't just like take my time thinking about it right so i think it's good that i can make that active switch but it's definitely weird when you're playing in a slower pace and then all of a sudden you have to pick it up again right mm -hmm. um overall i guess because i hit c1 now I'm kind of trying to ride the momentum and try to hit C2 riding the momentum. Mm -hmm. The only problem is, is when I do that, I tend to want to just play ranked instead of train. And I know what's going to happen is in like a week or two, me not training is going to affect my play. So, <laughs> uh, and then the cycle continues, I guess. Uh, but that that's kind of where I'm at right now, where it's like, no, I should do probably do more training now that I've hit this new rank so that in a week or two, I'm still caught up. But that's kind of where my mentality is. I'm a lot of fun. I played with Nick Tackler, and we didn't lose games. We played with JYs as well, so that's good. Nice. Um, uh, I think I should play twos more often from time to time just to try something different. Um, I think that is maybe a big cough, thing. Cough, cough, ones, cough, that, cough. <laughs> no, it's ones. No, but I play ones more than I play oh, twos really? is what I'm saying. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I play ones if I lose a couple of games in a row. Or... Or if I'm, if I, uh, if I'm in a win streak in threes, sometimes I'll play ones. Cause I, this is, I mean, this sounds really bad, but some, like I was on a seven game win streak in threes and I was kind of bored. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I got another game, another win. Let me play some ones. <laughs> I need a challenge in my life. I need to do something that seems fun. I mean, okay. That, it very happens very rarely, but when it does, there's definitely a point where you're like, it, you, okay obviously you, you want them mmr right so you want to keep winning but it's you're, it it starts being a battle for me of like oh, i want to do other stuff today you know i don't want to just keep winning <laughs> man i'm just winning too much this is terrible worst day i've ever played no no because then it's like you thought you're gonna like play maybe like five games right yep. but then because you keep winning you're at like 15 and you're like looking at the clock and you're like okay i have other stuff i want to <laughs> do today but i keep winning so i can't stop myself just force yourself um, into that lose because you can't stop what, or you can't not play till you lose. Well, that's why I started playing ones yeah, because because I'm more likely losing ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
that's amazing i love that um no i it's it's yeah it's, it's kind of this weird thing i've also noticed i've definitely improved but it's like it's the feeling of knowing when you're playing well or not playing well is is i think i've always known right but i can actually stop myself better now right i can distract myself if i'm playing worse i can distract myself and be like okay let me hop on later or something Mm -hmm. or let me do you know let me not play ranks so i think i've gotten better at that that's it that's way too much info uh let's go into beginner's corner (laughs) the first thing that i would like to talk about is what do you do when you're slumping um listen i mean here's my suggestion okay close the game go for a run (laughs) Mm-hmm. come back in five days you'll do better <laughs> that's not wrong does anyone disagree <laughs> i mean it's not but you know the other answer is training but that's boring and training might not help it might not it might just make you more frustrated and angry and then you're not even improving yeah. because you're you angry. Might like sediments and bad habits <laughs> sediments uh wait what <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean no, I'm just thinking of like actual like. Anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, the yeah, uh, I wonder if relentless is anything on this. Um, or is what to, what to do when you're slumping? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, do you have any genius ideas? Well, so I've I've gone through several slumps, including right now is my slump slump time frame, which is a really bad time because we got playoffs going on, uh, where I just like I don't know why I feel like I can't hit the ball consistently. I feel like I just even if I'm like deranked completely and I'm down in like a low C2 or high C1 type of lobby, I just feel not overmatched, just not that I'm, I don't feel like I'm contributing a ton a lot of the time. And so um, I think there's a few things that, that I'm going to do to get out of the slump. One, I'm just going to play another game for a little bit, like not focus on the other game and not play rocket league. But I mean, I'm not going to devote all my game time to Rocket League. So that's going to be a big part of it. Just kind of mentally take at least enough of a break where I feel like my entire gaming experience isn't revolved around this game that I'm having a hard time staying consistent in. Um, so like that's one thing I'm going to do. And then the other thing is I think one of the things I have to focus on right now as far as getting my consistency and stuff back up is focusing on um, kind of my speed in for aerials and everything, getting up to the ball. Like as when they send a booming clear and stuff, being able to meet that ball in the midfield when, when it's high up close to the ceiling versus um, having to kind of go back and read the rebound off the wall and hopefully get a good touch and those kind of things. And I feel like a few of those have contributed to where this feeling where I do feel like I'm slumping, I'm not able to potentially keep offensive pressure or wh- whatever different plays can go on while not being fast enough to the ball in the air. And so the two things I'm going to focus on, like I said, I'm gonna, one, I'm going to be playing another game um and then two it's gonna be um okay i just want to get better at this one thing i'm not gonna worry about ranked right now i just want to get better Mm. at this one thing um and maybe going to casual and then i'm just gonna start going for everything literally it's just gonna be like oh that ball's in the air guess what so am i (laughs) and it's just gonna be consistently that for everything and um and i think if i do that i think for about a week and stuff um I think I'll be able to get back to a point where I feel more comfortable. Uh, Cause a lot of times when you get like, when you, when you get so stuck on playing ring, you end up um, 
kind of adapting too much to the rank that you're in, especially if you've deranked a bit. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you know, you might've been GC at some point or high C3, whatever, but now you're stuck in C1. And if you play too much of that rank, then you start adapting mm. to that rank play style too much. Not in just like a, Hey, I'm going to adapt my play to this play style to have the most success, but like but the habits, but the habits and like, no, my play is going to emulate this play style. And, mm. and that becomes like, you really start to lose your skill set when you don't have to use it. So I don't really have to use the aerial stuff as much. So I don't, so I end up losing a lot of that skill and stuff. And so I think that's going to be a big part of um, how I get myself out of my own slump is, like I said, focusing on those kind of two things to hopefully reset my brain a little bit for the play that I'm in. And then once I can go on, Lizero is apparently boring three, you know, seven game, three V three win streak and stuff and get myself out of my slump. Um, <laughs> Then I'll then I'll feel a little more comfortable, and then more. it's only boring. Game seven, okay. That's all I'm <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Games one through six, just fine. But game seven, I was like, you know what? I'm not feeling it. No. Um. So I think yeah. Once I can get out of that and stuff, I can be also more physically and mentally prepared for uh, those higher rank games and stuff again as well. So it's just a mixture of all that. A hundred percent. Actually, this is something that you brought on, and and I was thinking about this because I may be streaming rocket league for the first time over the christmas break um so i may i may have a day or two maybe three possibly three whoa um where where i do some streaming and i've been thinking of ways that you can make like rocket league really interesting or kind of pose challenges for yourself while you're in game Mm -hmm. right kind of to the extent that relentless was talking about here where he's talking about um you know focusing on one thing so i've been thinking of like what if i could if I was streaming, right, how would I make it interesting perhaps? And how would I kind of force myself into, into uncomfortable situations? And like one of them is choosing one thing and only trying to do that one thing throughout the whole game. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, very basic pass. Every one of your touches is an intentional. Like all you're trying to do is to pass it to your teammates. You don't have any other, th- like you're trying to block it obviously, but every time you hit the ball, you're trying to pass it to your teammates. Another thing it's like, only try flicks every time you go up to the ball you're only gonna flick and see if you can win games that way and i think that would be a good way of i mean a good way of losing but it's also a good way to kind of spice up how you're playing because it force you to do very specific things and still use those specific tools and try to win regardless right um and the reason i kind of mention is because one it's a great gimmick for a twitch streamer but two is uh i think i think when when i started playing soccer competitively again um i rejoined and i no longer had the tools that i had before when i played competitively when i was like 16 right of course um mm-hmm. years ago so i rejoined and i played at essentially the same level maybe after a year or two i played at the same level that i played at before the difference being i did not have the cardio the speed um or the nimbleness that i had before and so i essentially had to figure out how i was going to play soccer when all i could do was pass right i can make nice quick passes that's that was my only skill right and so um what ended up happening is i was the most effective because the only thing i could do was make nice passes i was essentially i like i played up as a striker and i passed it on to my speedy wingers and they did the rest right and i was using the skill that that i could do at that level for that level right and so i guess maybe this this is what i'm thinking of like you know sometimes we look at like a million things in our our toolbox right um but if we can just have one of those 
and force ourselves to use that one, we can actually start getting creative with that one tool uh, as opposed to, you know, trying to think of, trying to maybe overthink mm -hmm. what you should or shouldn't mm -hmm. do. Um, and, and I think this as well, right? Like you might look at Flakes' as play and you feel like it's slow or you like tries to fifth, slow 50 everything, right? Um, but it forces the game into a different dimension. You know, it breaks up the monotony. And I think that's where you start to learn, where you start to actually kind of develop some of those mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. Anyway, just, just a thought I have, I guess. I think the bonus <laughs> thing to what you just said there is that you're also bringing all of your skills up to the level required to only use that skill at that level. Right, mm. so you might be really, really good at flicks, but you're really bad at you know getting up in the air and uh, being speedy. If you're playing specifically to be speedy and just get on the ball as fast as possible, then you're forcing yourself to be at the level that you're currently at, let's say C1, um, in only doing speed, like only getting up in the air really fast, or only doing that, and you're not using what mm. you use as a crutch essentially um, on other or like to stay up to where you are. Yeah. So it, it I think it might result in losses per se, for sure, but for sure. I think, I think it's like, how do you actually know if, if, if you have the skill, it's you kind of force it into your gameplay, mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. Until, until you can do it well. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, no, I, I think it's definitely an experiment to try. And if I am streaming, then that, that it will be that it'll literally be like, all right, for the next hour, every single game, I am only, <laughs> maybe i'll start doing dumb stuff like i'm only challenging facing my own net you know? no, sorry. <laughs> or like no no i i have to turn you know and use the top of my car every time i challenge i can't just like run at the ball i have to always flip up upside down or something like start doing dumb things like that because then it i mean it, i think it's fun to kind of see me try to try to actually bring that into the gameplay but also it's it challenges me to, to think of the game in a different mm -hmm. way so yeah i guess that's my ramble uh two's easy Three's hard, one's impossible. Yep. What are you gonna say about this? Already talked about. It. That's exactly it. Two is easy. Three's hard. Oh, wow. One's impossible. Wow. That's enough. No, no. Well, what one's impossible? Yes, true. Always true. Big facts. True. Anyone who's good at ones, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> all right. So, I, and again, I think I mentioned this earlier. It was twos is easy for WAB's play style, and I think that's where threes. I, I tend to be a little bit better. Uh, because Wabs does spend a little more time um, being on with with on ball control and and maintaining control, and a lot of times, honestly, slowing the play down. Wait, hold up. Excuse me. Since when? All right. No, 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 no. Don't even start this, Wabs. Don't even start your problems. We're gonna talk about your play for a second. No, that's what I mean. You you fall somewhere between Rizzo and Flakes with your play style. When was the last it, time you played with me? Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know, like a week and a half ago. I, don't I know. know that's why I'm so confused. I literally just go for ball and hit it hard. That's what I do. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think I don't. I think you don't realize yeah, how much says I'm, that. Yeah, he says but he, that. But he's he, not. he is. He goes for. Okay, <laughs> let's put it this way. Wabs doesn't hesitate, but the actual motor movement is like a flying turtle. Okay, <laughs> slowly ascending towards the ball Hold it's up. like the turtle's already in the air so it's gonna get there but it's still a turtle you know no, no wow like there's you, a weight <laughs> you don't hesitate like you definitely like make your decision very very quickly on what you're going to do but that decision isn't always hey i'm gonna hit this really hard in that direction it, it's it's you know and that's not that's realistically like you should make a better decision than see ball hit ball 
you can't just smooth brain it all as much as you want to pretend that you can. You can't just smooth brain everything. He says so. that, but then his smooth brain is like perfect past his teammate. Okay, you know? past well, like again, he does make brain. he does make great, great decisions. No, Wabs, you lost your chance. You said I already talked about this. Two is easy. Three. Sorry, you ran out of your you ran out of your platform to talk. Now we're going to talk about you. So. No, I'm in on this. Relentless. Keep going, dude. So, no, with Wab's play style, again, he does make his decisions and stuff very quickly, and he does, like, plan out passes and stuff really well, but he's he does a little bit more on ball than I think even he realizes at this point. Like, he does take his, you know, in a very quick way, but he takes time with the ball and then makes a decision and then makes it very quickly and does his thing. Um, but because of that, that's, like, the perfect setup for twos. And that's why two is so easy, especially if you're playing people that are maybe if they're just starting to get to that rank. So maybe they're a little overwhelmed by the level of the rank or, or something like that. Or you can keep and catch people that are under ranked off guard and stuff if you're doing it very well. So I think that's where he has a lot of success and stuff with twos. But with threes, because it becomes so much of an adapt adaptation to do two different players and two different play styles. I think that ends up being a little bit tougher to do if your play style is similar to Wabs, which does very very occasionally like slow the play down in a way that maybe you're not expecting you're not ready for um just because the way he reads the play is a little bit different than the way i read the play and so i think that's where he finds it's a little bit tougher is because one you have to adapt to two different players now and then they have to try and adapt to two different players themselves so i think that makes it a little bit harder is because you have one more teammate to adapt to and so i think threes can be a little bit tougher if the other team's play style either meshes together more effectively or counteracts your play style a bit more effectively and then going into ones impossible don't even try give up i'll say this um when it comes to threes it's definitely there's definitely some positions that you're put in where just the amount of options you have is significantly less right um Mm -hmm. in twos you have those options you have more things you can do you have slightly more time uh and you're only reading two people as opposed to the three so i think I think what we're trying to say is, you know, Wabbis is a calculator, right? Uh, but um, the reason the reason that he starts struggling with threes is because there's slightly more things to calculate, you know? That doesn't make sense. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Literally impossible. I don't calculate anything ever. I just hit the ball. <laughs> yeah, you've been saying this for the longest time, but have you watched your replays, dude? Man, okay. <laughs> hitting a ball to teammates sorry you weren't gonna talk today so um, i'm gonna keep going uh i don't know man hitting ball what are we gonna say about your hitting ball to teammate is still hitting ball that's it i hit ball to teammate and then teammate turn and hit ball that's what i want and then sometimes teammate hit ball to me that's that's what i calculate that's already better than 90 percent of the players that's true but that's all i do i just see teammate listen i didn't say the calculator was doing difficult multiplication (laughs) all it's doing is one plus one but it's doing it correctly every time okay (laughs) that's all you need you just need to know how uh what one plus one is two plus two that's four listen you if you start doing you know if if you start adding brackets and exponents you're done dude you're you're thinking you're too much too right you're but if you're not doing one plus one if you're still at one okay which is c ball hit ball like you're not doing well either okay so you have to at least add that other yeah, one so so wabs is one of those like speak and spell calculators like it's very very basic dude he's like the one that you give to three-year-old okay as a toy it's quick maths and all it has two, plus two equals four minus one, uh, one that's three quick maths that's it that's all you got to do in Rocket League. There's three people on the field. Two people in twos. That doesn't make sense. You need to add one. 
anyway. Uh, <laughs> Quick maps. <laughs> listen. Um, <laughs> Man's not hot. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's continue on. Relentless. Unless you really want. Relentless, if you have something to jump off of that, that's going to no, lead us to a conversation. Just talk, despite just talking trash on WABs and stuff, I think my overall point uh, is about <laughs> threes where um, the adaptation to threes is a little bit tougher. And I think that's where WABs play style comes in a little bit uh, more difficult because he might be not looking for a pass, but his teammates aren't looking for him to specifically pass in that situation. They might be looking for him to do something either more simple or more what they're used to with the ball. So that could be a little bit tougher as well. Uh, teammates always default to either, I mean, depending on your play style, but a lot of teammates are either always going to be aggressive or always going to be really defensive, right? Well, like, like they're going to, they're going to assume they're rotating out. Like I think with to, like threes and stuff, it's one of those things of where, if it is just like, I'm going to see ball, especially up until about, I would say low champ three, um, the better you can just see ball and bang in the direction that is helpful, just in general helpful. Like that's the easiest way to read a teammate and stuff all the way up through about probably mid C2. Um, and then high C2 to low C3 is where you start like, okay, we have to get a little bit more um, expansive with what we're able to do with the ball and, and how we try and get past the defenders and past players and that kind of stuff. Um, but because I honestly, I think that's the hardest part about when me and Wabs play together is I think we have a hard time reading each other and, and playing effectively together with that. And so in threes, I think that's where he finds a little bit tougher uh, situation. And I think that's where I find it a little bit easier because I'm more of a like, okay, I'm going to just kind of like hit this in the position that either A, I think somebody already should be or in a in a way that's just, it's going to get past the player and stuff like that. And I feel like I've done my job. So I think that's where I have a little bit easier time with threes versus twos. If you start doing that too much, you just give away possession more often than not. And you do it in threes, of course, as well. But I think in twos, you start giving away possession and then you don't have that ability with a third person on the field that you can either like make one of those meta steel boost plays or go for a bump if it's out of the way. Like you can't do some of those things. And so I think that's where twos, you have to be more disciplined, but also like have a better sense of presence and stuff around the ball. Mm. Wabs, you can talk now I, if you want. No, I'm going to leave it yeah, at that because yeah. let's move There's, on. There's way too much uh, to respond to there. I'm not going to get it. Relentless made a great point and completely blew out anything Wab had said. That's how I'm going to end that. Uh, and <laughs> I did not blow out Wabs. I would never do that. Never. I mean, listen, I mean, last thing we heard about your corners. All um, of his points were terrible. Just, just know that. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that okay. is actually okay. a good transition to esports, and specifically what I wanted to talk about. We're changing up the order. Um, NA versus EU. Reason I'm. I mean, why? Oh. Was there like some controversy? You can argue all you want. I think it's fun. Uh, oh no! Know. Of course, we're we're always down to argue. That's that's what our relationship is, and it's great. But this NA versus EU, the reason that I put it in specifically this week is one: yep. there's the Johnny Boy thing that might be happening with SSG and BDS. We're not sure about that. That'd that be would fun. be amazing if it happened. Um, I don't know how it would happen or when or whatever. But if it does happen, we'll actually know this. The question is, which region is better? And the reason I'm bringing this up is because I was watching Rapid uh, Rapid stream earlier this week. He's like one of the only people that's streaming when I'm awake for morning classes. And I'm like, you know <laughs> what? Rapid's kind of a cool dude. So let's just watch him. And it's great. So, <laughs> so I watch Rapid before my classes and it's, it's amazing. 
and he was talking about uh or he was going over a lot of the eu games and watching them live and rebroadcasting you know putting his own thoughts over it and what he was saying was that na is just objectively better than eu this is what he's saying like just a lot better at this point and it's the first time in probably five seasons i think that and like that na is just better than eu and he was saying that bds probably doesn't compete with the top four in na oh no 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 right okay but the no he has reasons listen i can agree (laughs) i can agree that the top eight in na is possibly likely very likely to be better than the top eight in Mm -hmm. eu but team bds dude i think they're the best team in the world okay I don't think there's a question. I think they're the most consistent team. So here, here's, I think here's the reason. I think if you were to play... Wait, before you continue, okay. let, me, let, me, let me continue with what with Rabbit's thoughts. Not my own. I may or may not agree with him. Not saying yet. Um, but Rapid's thoughts were, were this. The reason is the midfield. And we're going back to last week, baby. <laughs> uh, EU is incredibly... Like, they've always been just open to time and allowing pressure to happen and being goalies and defense, whatever, right? With NA being a lot more mechanical and aggressive, and that's just the distinction. We've known this for years. Um, But specifically this year, NA's gotten a lot better at taking advantage of the midfield and when there's an opening. EU just kind of lets the opponents do something mechanical, and then the EU opponents just do a once play and hope that it works, that they can get past three three goalies and that's it. Um, that's kind of why RV is so good. They're just so good at being those goalies. And the reason that BDS is so good is because BDS actually plays in NA style. Again, Rapids, Rapids words. Mm-hmm. So BDS is playing what everybody else in NA plays, but NA also plays against... He's arguing that their 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 meta essentially is, is what NA is and it's ahead of EU. Yes. Um, and that and, and, and that NA overall, especially the top four, is just better than BDS at doing that meta because they faced each other and improved upon each other. See, and that's that. like I like the argument. I do like the argument. I just you can't you can teach improvement. You can't teach consistency, and so. I just feel like the NA teams are these, they're like season six, cloud nine. They're like teams that are going to pop off like one tournament every couple of months. But if we take a year span, I think team BDS is going to be far ahead of any one of those teams. Wait, really? Um, yeah. I just don't think I don't even NRG, like they're going to slump at some point. You know what I mean? Like they NA and you, you can argue that no, it's because they're all the teams are so good. Right. Like you can make that argument. Oh, mm-hmm. like the reason they're slumping is just because the other teams are better. It's not actually that they're getting worse. But I think after a certain point, I'm starting to feel like it's like, no, these three players just are always on, you know, no matter what the tournament is. Sure, sure. And so I I, I can very much vouch or understand the argument that NA is top. Top eight of NA is better than top eight of EU. But I would not say that team bds has a team that currently competes with them that's my current argument or current thoughts i guess um that being said you know if you take a look at you know ty swoogles um he's a very much a fanboy of giants mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and in some ways giants are very much an na style yep definitely at the speed of play but they're way less consistent than team bds mm-hmm. 
especially in that final mix, right? So that's a team where I'm like, okay, against any team, they can be any team when they're on, right? But they're just not always on. Yes. So my, my theory is that what would happen is in NA, teams would be able to win maybe like 40, 30 or 40% of the, their, their series against Team BDS, the top Really? Teams. That's it? But I still would take Team BDS, like would, would take 60% of them. Okay. Yeah. I'm, that's, that's I'm very... Relentless, do you have anything yeah, on I this? I want to hear Relentless thoughts. Well, this has been like the, I don't know, I would say the debate over the last like few days and stuff on Twitter between these, you know, various pros. And I wouldn't say necessarily like a lot of the analysts because a few different things. One, analysts don't want to take sides on this kind of conversation, mm-hmm. generally speaking, unless there's an obvious divide between two different things. Like if you're going to sit there and say like, okay, BDS is better than Guild. Like that's an obvious divide that they can take and they can feel confident in stuff that they're doing. But because we don't have any evidence that says, you know, EU is better than NA or vice versa. I think that's a little bit tough, but I think the, the overall conversation was if they were all going to match up top, the top four out of five um, would be from NA and then BDS would be the fifth player, fifth team or something in there. Um, They're kind of trying to say that the top, the top of the sport has more talent in NA than EU, which I think you could make the argument for like Lazira was trying to make like the top eight over in NA definitely has a lot more depth mm-hmm. of talent than EU just because it seems like really after the top two to three in EU, it tends to kind of fall off versus NA where anyone probably in the top six is could truly be competitive and, and take home a split or something like that. But mm-hmm. we've seen in all the EU, pretty much the splits go through RV or BDS. Like you're mm-hmm. not getting much different than that. Um, that being said, I think... I think RV and BDS could be competitive with any team in any team in the world, like flatly, like those two teams are, you know, when you're splitting hairs between which team is actually the best and stuff like that, I think BDS, you can flatly say at this point is by a slim enough margin, but still, it's still definitely there. Um, they're going to be the best team in the EU, but RV is not that far behind in reality. Like they're behind, but not really that far behind. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think either of those two teams can compete with anybody in NA and vice versa. Um, like the top, you know, NRG and G2 and SSG could probably compete with anybody in EU, but it's going to be one of those things where it's like RV and BDS where you're getting, okay, this on this split, it went BDS's way and it's gone BDS's way quite a bit. Um, but if RV took it, you'd be like, oh, okay, well, RV is right there with BDS. It makes sense. So I think any of those probably any of those five teams, it would make the most sense. Hmm. All right. Uh, Why would you have something to say that? Uh, I kind of like what you're saying there, Relentless. Mostly agree with you. I'm just really surprised at what what Lazero said earlier in kind of making the implication that G2, NRG, SSG, and NV aren't consistent. The, the top four. Well, I'd say SS, SSG is obviously consistent. They've kind of been a, across right. what the last six to eight months. SSG has probably been, you know, top two mm-hmm. uh, behind, agree. like with NRG, generally speaking. But NRG will drop a game to Envy or something like that. Or one of those teams will drop a game to Alpine or something mm-hmm. like that. All that stuff happens. But in reality, like if we're going to look at it, it's SSG and NRG as far, as far as the two top teams. And then you have stuff like G2 and Envy as kind of rounding out that top four. And, um, and then you can fill up the top eight with you can fill up the top eight with like Alpine, KCP, uh, and some of mm-hmm. those. So, um, 
but in reality, if you're looking at top two to two to four teams in NA, um, those teams can all be competitive with RV and Mm -hmm. BDS. Um, and then vice versa. Like if BDS or RV got relocated to NA, I think you would see plenty of finals where it's SSG versus RV or, um, or, or yeah, or NRG versus, um, versus BDS and that kind of stuff. Like you're going to see so much interchangeable aspect, but the top of the sport at on, in both regions is probably a lot closer than people realize it might be a slightly different play style, but it's one of those things of like, we're not that we're not far enough removed from lands and all these teams playing, playing each other. Um, that, that, that kind of divide is going to happen that quickly. Um, it does, I think hurt the overall progress of the sport when you don't have that much talent being able to compete regularly but let's not pretend that, like these teams aren't scrimming regularly and that kind of stuff. Like it's probably a lot closer than people realize. I will say EU no. and NA most likely would not scrim with, scrim each other. They might. Yeah. You never know, There's man. There's relationships out there. You never know. Ping is too thing. much. <laughs> nah, you just gotta get that good internet, man. It's fine. <laughs> Regardless, I will say that I mean that this is what intrigues us though for lands, mm-hmm. right? This is the intriguing thing. It's like everyone's went to their own ecosystem and what happens when they mix right that's always the the uh the big question right um so yeah i think we can kind of table it for now um because i listen this is this is it's fun talking about but at the same time it's it's the thing that we're gonna have to wait for a land to really truly decide mm-hmm. if it's true or not right um and, and then when, once you hit land then you start talking about different things you don't just start talking about skill you're talking about pressure and um, ability to perform under it right and that's where all of a sudden rv rv can be fourth you know for the whole year but then you get to a land and you're like oh okay this is the team to be you know that's always uh that's always i guess scary when you have experienced players that have done it before mm-hmm. that are in those seats as opposed to you know newer players that are playing a land for the first time or not maybe not first time but just have not won a land right so um that's something that's you know the intangibles that we have to think about as well uh let's get into actually this eu so there was an eu regional number one for the winter split it all happened pretty quickly um instead of the swiss brackets it was a double elam tournament uh and first thing i'd like to say is uh oxygen (laughs) question mark (laughs) question mark (laughs) it's a better result than the previous results for the Mm -hmm for the uh the thing so i think this double elam kind of favors them i feel a little bit um another big thing is maybe dig um so i mean maybe not all too surprising to be fair this is this is about where a lot of these teams ended up last time in the swiss round it just on a double elam tournament it looks a lot earlier if that makes sense uh mm. i guess the one big thing to take away is rv giants top looks team bds i think that's a pretty solidified top four for eu now and that's kind of nice to have those teams giants are on the brisk um if you want a game to watch uh our esports correspondent recommends uh giants gaming against top logs uh in the losers semis uh great series um to watch uh yeah team bds continues their dominance Uh, i watched a couple of the games um it's it's starting to get a point now where I see Team BDS and RV and like I can start betting, you know? <laughs> and it's not it's not even that like RV is worse. I just think Team BDS has their number. Um, you know, 
so I think I think RV is is literally the second place team yeah. in the world, and they they are maybe EU. not in the world. Well, I'll say EU to to not bring up that argument <laughs> again. But they are the second play, best place team in EU, and Team BDS is ahead of them, and that's just it. They're the one two giants and top blokes fighting for that third position. Uh, we'll see. Is there anything that really surprised you here, like that giants are finally getting there? You go ahead. I mean, they've been there, but now they're um, like now I feel like they're really there. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I think the double, I think just a double elim setup instead of a Swiss setup definitely benefits a handful of teams. Like you already called out Oxygen. I think they benefit because if you look at the teams they played, I, I mean, they did play Endpoint, who is a very good team, but um, that's kind of one of those teams that like they can either be playing really good and popping off or they're just kind of very average. Um, but like, I think it benefits a lot of teams that you don't have to, you're not you're not playing in a fashion that's going to just like okay now I've got to play you know these teams and I have to play potentially well let's teams. let's be honest they got to winner semis without playing like team endpoint was their toughest opponent but uh-huh. I mean okay, didn't so. endpoint win a split endpoint won a split didn't they no no so, endpoint won a split but like I said like that's yeah I mean they didn't you know, have to play sw- BDS or RV but as soon as they went up against BDS or top works or even dignitas you know like guild soul like there, there's like a whole yeah. bunch of other teams that i could name right now dignitas i'm felt, not sold on yet we got we got to see how they adapt to the new uh the new i felt they'd the be bigger Jay. competition than the teams they did play well not, said, i wouldn't say bigger than endpoint i would say dignitas is i'd say endpoint right now is a tougher competition than dignitas just for, no, if no, you're no, looking at like results team from Quesos, last season 7 esports um that being said some of these results are all over the place true so like Wolves made it pretty far in the losers, but they lost in the first round against Team Queso, who beat Wolves and Galaxy Racer, right? But then Wolves made a crazy run and beat Wolves everybody. Wolves got double so. eliminated by Team Queso, by the way, so I feel really bad about that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> they literally had one team they couldn't well, beat. Yeah, Actually, mean, Team Queso, team listen, Queso they, is, they had a good run. Well, I, team I, Queso I, is the Magnifico yeah. team that... So like, oh, they're, yes. they're not a bad okay, team. Like, I, I would say Team Queso yeah. and Dignitas are probably closer in skill level than you give them credit for um because that's the magnificent that's my bad no no no. i I actually did not did not recognize Um, the the name switch but yeah so like i said oxygen being surprising getting them i think this is just a play style that kind of uh benefits them um and then it it does hurt other teams that uh benefited from making it through that swiss bracket with a you know a good sweep in in a top seed and that kind of stuff um but i mean all in all again like I've said a few times now, it all goes through BDS and RV. Like in reality, it's like it's those two teams and then everyone else is just kind of fighting for hoping that they get that uh that one lucky series or one good series against them. Listen, I think I think there is a truth here that if you win against every team except for Giants, Top Blokes, Team BDS and RV, you have to consider it a good split or a good tournament. Yep, for sure. For sure. That's so you know that that's what a lot of teams are there, and then breaking into the top four will be the next step. So yeah, actually, all things considered, if I'm now looking at this oxygen bracket, right? Like, we don't know how their consistency is going to be, but they lost to the two of the top four teams, right? They lost to the best team and the fourth place team, mm-hmm. um, which is you know also arguable because top blokes and giants can go either way. I feel. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, point being, the Oxygen really well. We'll see if they can keep it up, because we know sometimes they don't. Uh, any other big things that kind of stand out in this tournament? Itachi's looking real good on Giants. Very happy with that. Yes, yes. Itachi was the new transfer to mm-hmm. Giants, and he is... They look they look even a little bit better. You know, I think I was saying... 
I remember saying something of the fact that I didn't feel like the remove was necessarily an up, like a, a good, re- like maybe not good. I didn't f- feel like necessarily this would kind of boost the team, but it, it seems to have. So there you go. We'll see with consistency later, but I'm very happy with this move. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's working Kinda out. Kind of sad about Tox and Solary, uh, who was on Giants and was transitioned off, moved to Solary. They ended uh, ended out in losers round two. So it's kind of unfortunate, but happens yeah i think some of these are finding themselves mm-hmm. that being said if you're a team where you did make transfers and there were not ones you wanted to make and you're still making it to this final you know batch of teams true uh, i think i think that is usually pr- a pretty good That's sign true. um but you know this is this is what 16 this is the top 16 so it's it's not bad at all uh yeah any any other thoughts or uh is that good pretty run of the numbers but it's nice to see run of the numbers because then when there isn't a run of the numbers we can talk about it more <laughs> uh i mean without it. like specifically talking too much i don't know if you wanted to go like more in depth with the finals specifically mm-hmm. um but i thought it was definitely winnable by rv so watching the finals and stuff rv i think took game one Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they took game one and they lo- lose game two in, in overtime. And again, I think they lost game five in overtime off just like some really dumb things. But watching those games, like they could definitely could have taken game two. Um, and I think that would have changed kind of a lot of the momentum. I, RV is so close. I just, I think BDS kind of has their number on play style. Because I, I mean, I think last week we talked about with Wabs the play style when he was so into the midfield last week. And we're talking about how RV plays their midfield on their half and BDS plays their midfield on the opponent's half. And so it just ends up being a really bad kind of setup for RV because BDS has a little bit more control than a lot of the other teams with uh, maintaining that offensive pressure and that kind of stuff. And I think RV just runs into a little bit of trouble there. I think it's just such a mismatch for them. Every other team they can handle, but BDS is just such a mismatch for them. 100 percent 100 percent uh yeah yeah i think this is good i think i think we'll actually uh i mean i don't these regionals are tough now because after the major you know what i mean like it it feels it's important but it feels a little less important because now now we're kind of in that transition phase where we understand that the major is um the major is such a I don't know. It felt so much bigger with so many more people watching. Hmm. It's kind of weird. That is the how like it. It, it. it is good though. No, it's a very good sign. Hmm. So so uh, yeah. I don't have much to say more about this particular regional. Um, would we like to talk about the North American regional that is coming up soon? Um, it is actually happening this weekend. Yep. So. Uh, would we like to talk about that, or I think we're probably okay with the. I rest think we're of good. We'll, episode. we'll just recap if yeah, we have to, because we have yeah. talked about the top <laughs> four and the top eight of NA, so that's our expected way it goes. Yeah, yeah. Let's. I think we're good. I think we're good. So it's. Uh, I think what we'll do is actually slowly uh, wind out. Is there any last maybe comments? You know, last digs at Wab is that relentless? You'd like to make. Um. No, the only thing uh, calling back to you said we got merch. I'm I'm waiting for either a shirt with with Wabbit's face on it, not or a, hat, <laughs> or, or a hat with Wabbit ears. That's either okay. Way. I'm okay with that. Ooh, one. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. One. <laughs> You're not getting my face. That's not happening. <laughs> 
his face is, is the money maker. Stream and just like post the screen. I will sue you. I'm gonna. I'm willing to let that happen. <laughs> I we'll see, dude. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, In fairness, the, the merch. Uh, I don't know who you're gonna sue because the merch thing is under Flash ASAP. So I don't know who you're gonna sue with. That. Oh no. Who owns ASAP? Eyes at Lazero. <laughs> yes, who his, owns his the, real the, name? The <laughs> conglomerate. Um, yeah, anyway. Uh, hopefully, I do not get sued by Wabbits, um, but you know, who knows? Uh, <laughs> speaking of, I guess, money. Um, <laughs> nice. I like, uh, I like that to show those. Good transition. Uh, yeah, that that's you know there, there there's some extensions and then there's real 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 like leaps <laughs> of faith and that was one of them. Uh, those who are supporting us regularly, uh, who get the Robin Kyle show, um, as well as probably the longest you know I'm talking about the longest running podcast. This might be the longest written book of all time. Uh, updates uh, of of the book that I am slowly writing, and we'll see where it goes from there. Um, but. Special, special shout outs to our roll call patrons in JYs, Kevin, Mife, Paint, Tim Chew Barker, and Segmopko supporting us as always. And also, also thanks to all our patrons, um, all of you who are supporting us regularly, who get that bonus uh, Rob and Kyle show once a month. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I guess the one thing I could say is the Rob and Kyle show probably in December. What I'll do is do a re-upload of all of the Rob and Kyle shows in a row um leading up you know including whatever the new one is in in december um and that will kind of lead up into january where our january robin kyle show will be a review of episode zero oh, yes, so sir. it's happening <laughs> it's happening uh I, we're already at this point i feel like we literally talked about it you know two months ago but it's been months and months uh about what we're gonna do with episode zero so there it is infamous episode zero not only will you be able to easily access it without having to scroll through the whole archive uh but you will also get our thoughts two years later on episode zero so uh we'll see if i've learned anything and here's a spoiler uh no i've not mm-hmm. uh, i'm happy you said it i was going to <laughs> uh yeah no i i like to get it in front of it okay uh as always from all of us here at asap weekly Relentless, myself, and Wabbits. And we wish you all an amazing week. We hope that you spend some time, you know, spend some time, you know, being with others that you care about. Mm. You know, really, really spend that time, you know. From a distance. Even if you're going to, you know, maybe, maybe sit down for like a coffee for, for 15 to 20 From minutes. From a distance, you know? be safe. I mean, I'm talking about immediate family, okay. I guess. But I guess you're right. When it comes to friends, then figure that out be safe when you do it uh but but you know spend some time some some quality time with with people you care about uh and i hope all of you have an amazing week Bye-bye. bye bye bye